Hey, we're Brittany and Tiffany, and we're here to help you navigate both the wild and wonderful parts of raising your people. Because we're obsessed with how motherhood ties all our families together. I'm a mama to seven and the creator of The Deliberate Day. I'm a mom of five, an ideal and inspiration. We're here to empower, encourage, and entertain you with laughter, stories, and tried and true secrets for an intentional motherhood with more love and less overwhelm. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, get comfortable, and grow with us. Going after our own goals has a huge impact on our husbands and our kids, not only because more often than not our goals affect our families, but also because things are caught, not taught, like Ed Milet says, and our actions teach so much louder than our words. In this episode, we want to talk about inviting our people into our goals, the why and the how. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Today's sponsor is us! Us. (laughs) For months, we have been working tirelessly to bring the mamas in our community a resource that would take them from survival mode to intentional motherhood. And you guys, we We finished finished it! it. It's the deliberate start and it's fire, y'all. It's a digital resource that will be the heart of change for you and your motherhood, where you'll leave behind that survival mode or feelings of not enough, maybe that resentment or despair, or even just simply wandering through your days feeling stuck. You'll become the agent of change for the who you want to become. You can find the link for it in the show notes, in our Instagram bio, or on our website. Now, our goals take us from where we are now to where we want to be. And if you're not a goal achiever yet, stay with us because goals encompass so much more than you may realize. We're all on a journey and some of us are letting our motherhood happen to us and some of us are allowing our motherhood to happen for us. That is such an important distinction and I do not believe that there is a mother out there who isn't striving for something. To stop yelling or maybe to be more present, to do better with the budget, maybe to make healthier meals or to get back in shape, to find herself again, to read more, to date her husband more, to find a routine that actually works. These are all goals and our goals don't have to be a trip to Italy or Disney for the whole family this year. They really can be just as simple as maybe getting to school on time. When we choose to narrow our focus and put intentionality and energy into these things that we know we want or should be striving for, they can be life-changing for us and for our families. Regardless of the simplicity or the complexity of whatever you're striving for, inviting your people in gives you the best chance at success, and this invitation has far-reaching implications that you cannot even imagine yet. Mamas, we are a people of community, and your family was designed by a God who loves you. Yes, he gave you these people for a reason. By inviting them in, it changes your goals, what they mean to you, and how likely they are to succeed. When we share our goals with others, it affects us, it affects our goals, and it affects our people. So we wanted to talk about all three of those things, but I think we should probably start with how it affects us and our goals, right? Exactly. So I think one of the first things it does is it inspires us. When we are sharing something, when we're speaking those goals and those ideas out loud, when we're getting them off of the paper and putting them out into the world, that does something. There is power there. I think there's there's just so much power in like speaking something out loud. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
whether the power is that you hear how actually crazy it is that you're, (laughs) you know what I mean? That you're trying to go for this thing or do something. But anyone who's talked through their math homework or talked out loud through a science worksheet or uh, this is all homeschooling stuff, but but you know how much power that has to speak something. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so in addition to inspiring us, I think it also encourages us, right? Yes, okay. <laughs> Just think about it this way. Have you ever experienced a three-year-old encouraging you to pee when you're in a public restroom? They're like all about it. Talk about a number one grade A cheerleader, okay? Our kids can be phenomenal cheerleaders for us. Well, we just need to let them. Like, good job, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> you went in the potty, right? Woo-hoo. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so maybe you don't have a three-year-old that can cheer you on, but perhaps you have another child, a teenager, your husband, right? Mm-hmm. A good friend. And I have to tell you, in this day and age, it is still possible to not have anyone in your immediate inner circle that could support you. But luckily, what do we have, Brittany, at our fingertips? We have communities left and right all over on the internet. And we specifically at the Deliberate Day have a beta group that we're starting that will support you and encourage you in your goals. That's right. We are starting a beta group and keep listening for more details on that. I think it also grounds us. When we're sharing our goals with other people, we can become very grounded. Sometimes we need a little voice of wisdom, maybe. Some of us like to do all the things all the time and tackle all of them at once. So you can't see me right now, but I'm definitely raising my hand (laughs) because that is me. And I count on my husband and I count on Brittany to like bring me back to earth when I'm like, hone, to hone. Because I'm like, well, we could do this and this and this and I could do this. And I'm learning seven languages all at the same time. (laughs) I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to cut the grocery budget in half. I'm going to be completely present to my kids every moment. And I'm all going to do it all this week. That really is where someone who loves you very much might step in and say, well, those are all really good things, but maybe we should choose between the goods, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. And then finally, I really think accountability. Accountability is really important, especially in motherhood, because I think when we have so many different hats that we're wearing and we have so many different plates in the air, that accountability just, it isn't even a choice a lot of times. We just put those things off and go for red tag items all the time. And to have somebody pause you and say, hey, going for red tag items is just keeping you in survival mode, but making one intentional decision to go after one small step towards this goal or this person you want to become this is worth your time and energy. And that accountability is so important for us. It really is. And it can be something as simple as like your husband asking you before you collapse into bed and like totally conk out, weren't you going to do your face tonight? Like not as in you're old looking and you need to do your (laughs) face, but just like a gentle reminder, like, hey, you need to put yourself in this too, right? Yeah, exactly. Or honestly, as simple as the fact that in the last episode, we talked about doing something so stupid simple, breaking your goal or your dream or your hope down so, so small, so, so simple. So it might be your husband just saying, hey, did you touch grass yet? And if not, let's go outside and do that right now before we go to sleep. Yeah. That kind of accountability, you guys, it's so powerful. It really is. Or maybe your friend sends you a text at 5 o'clock every morning to see if you're awake. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's some serious accountability, y'all. I can tell you from experience. (laughs) 
Also, if you happen to be one of the people that I text or message at ridiculous times in the morning, I'm sorry. That's just when I have peace. <laughs> okay. Because she gets up at like 3.50 in the morning. Tiffany's like the Energizer Bunny and she's fueled on inspiration and joy. So that's <laughs> I why I keep her around. It. That's right. <laughs> okay, so our goals and sharing our goals with our people also affects our people that we're sharing them with, right? Yes, absolutely. Our children, our spouses, our good friends, even strangers. Our goals and what we're going after when we start to share them with other people, when we start to open ourselves up, that affects everyone it touches. It's like a a flashlight. It is. Oh my goodness, it is. Well, and we've seen this too. Like people can be inspired when we share our goals with them. Absolutely. Most definitely. I think that we're drawn to beauty and light. And just like despair is catching, so is enthusiasm and goodness. And so we're drawn to beauty and light as children of God. It's so beautiful to see someone's light and think, oh my gosh, I want that for me too. And I would say too, like especially if you're on social media and you're sharing things on social media, something I didn't realize as I was going through my weight loss journey was the amount of people who saw what I was posting, but never liked or commented, but then they would message me later and Mm -hmm. say, I was so inspired by seeing dot, dot, dot. So what you are putting out there, especially if you're going after something, put it out there because people need to see that goodness. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why we've been so gung-ho about sharing wins Because the feedback we've received from people hearing other mom wins has been so inspiring for them. It's really powerful when we start going after goals and we share these little wins or we share this progress or we share these goals that we want to go after. Amen. Amen. Yes. Well, and not only does it inspire us, but it can teach us, right? It can show us the way to be like the that one show on Disney. <laughs> it well, is the way. <laughs> and I think also, yes, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, thank you. <laughs> I think also we can be teachers as well. Everybody who goes after their own goals, you start blazing your own path. You pick up all along the way the insight and experience and information and ideas from other people and then you make it your own and you blaze your own path as you go after your goals so that you become an example to others and they are learning from you and what you do and how you do it. But then also you can be a guide to other people and that's a really beautiful place to be in when you move from being the hero of your own story to being the guide in another person's story. That's that's what we were meant to do as people. We're meant to travel along those paths and bring people along with us. That's right. And not only so teaching people that it's possible and being a guide really leads into our next point, which is being an encourager, right? It encourages people. Yes, because enthusiasm begets enthusiasm. Progress begets progress. It is contagious. And we've seen this, like we've seen this in our own circle. I've seen this with people online. You guys, I have so many people ask me about podcasting now. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. And you know what? If you want to know about podcasting, send me a message. I will absolutely tell you everything I know, which isn't really a whole lot yet. But (laughs) we're getting there. We're getting there. But that's the thing. When you see two moms, one with seven kids, one with five kids, actually going and trying to do stuff and being honest about the fact that, guys, this is kind of hard, but it's possible. You just have to keep moving. And we want to let you know, we want to encourage you that the things that you want are available to you. You just have to start small and take step after little step after little step. 
Yes, and I will add to that too, that just as much as despair is contagious, we see that in the world. We see people panicking over their grocery budget. We see them getting upset and worried and down about illnesses and all of these things. Like there's so much despair floating around. That's contagious, right? So what we want to do is put something out into the world where we are encouraging enthusiasm, where enthusiasm is what's contagious, where progress is what's contagious, because we can choose to keep being surrounded by despair, or we can choose to find communities and places and people who are going to lift us up and who are going to be that contagion for for goodness. Everything is contagious, so you get to choose what you're going to catch, right? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Gosh, yes. And finally, I think really it builds community. When we're sharing goals with other people, it really builds community to invite them in because it encourages us to lean on other people. They get to be part of your origin story, right? When you need help achieving a goal and your husband lovingly wakes you up every morning before he leaves for work, super early in the morning, before the sun even wakes up, you're building a relationship with him, albeit a little bit maybe uh, slow and tough at at first. Yes, exactly. It ends up being a really beautiful thing. And this goes so much farther than that as well, right? Because sometimes we need to lean on people outside of our families. And that gives other people a chance to catch that enthusiasm as well and to support someone else. And we all, you know, we're talking about sharing your goals with people so that they can support you. But this this kind of goes both ways. Mm -hmm. So when people are supporting you, you're likely to be supporting them and then it's like this whole like beautiful circle of everyone supporting everyone right yeah so when we start to build this community what we do is we usually attract people who are in the same place or want to be where we're at and so by sharing the things we're doing we're helping other people to find accountability for the things that maybe they've put on the shelf for a really long time and The thing is, is that when we are working to lift ourselves up, when we're trying to become better and we're becoming better, it really helps everyone because Mm -hmm. that's contagious as well. Like there's this quote about ships in the harbor. I don't even know, but basically (laughs) when the water comes in and all the boats rise and there's, there's docks. I don't even know. (laughs) It's a whole quote. It's a whole thing. People said it. Yeah. Just send DM us. But the, the point is That when you're working continuously to improve yourself and you're becoming a better person, other people are inspired to become better people. And even if they're not, you're just a better person and a better part of your community. So where do we start to bring our people in, Brittany? First, okay, you know we're going to tell you to go get the deliberate start because it is the perfect place to start. I mean, it says start in the name. (laughs) It really does. So those personal and spiritual sections, that's a great way to invite a good friend in with you. And the family sections are the perfect place to bring your spouse and your children in. Your spouse can have some great insight in the home and financial sections. And if you're a homeschool mama, the homeschool sections are a beautiful place to connect with your children and let them invest in the answers and the direction of your homeschool. Also, it's a great place to go out with another homeschool mama and fill it out because that's super fun. So then you want to let your people help in the decision process, right? Absolutely. And just a small caveat here. I think this is within your circle of trust Mm. because we don't really want to just put all of our ideas out for people on Facebook necessarily to help make our decisions for us, right? We want to share in the decision process with people in our circle of trust. 
maybe people who are a little bit of a Debbie Downer or maybe love you out of your goals. Maybe you need to recognize who you can speak to and who you can share this with and then invite those people into the decision-making process. So this really can be helpful, especially for goals that are going to affect your people who are living around you because you may want to get their insight on what's important to them, right? Maybe you want to talk about what you're going to say yes to this year, or maybe the culture you want to foster in your family. Maybe at a family meeting, your seven-year-old pipes up and says, oh, actually, my favorite thing that we do is go adventuring. And you see adventuring that you've done this past year, going on weekends and and little things, as being some really challenging memories, maybe. (laughs) But the truth is that your kids see them as being incredible and wonderful memories and they want to build a culture of adventuring in your family. This really helps you to kind of see the direction you want to go in together as a full unit. So then the next thing we can do to start inviting our people in is simply tell them what our goals are. Just share it. Once you've decided on it, share it. This is the excitement of beginning, right? This is one of the most exciting places to invite people in. So you can put quotes up. You can put a list on the fridge of your goals that you're going after. You can talk about it with them every morning or every evening. You can get excited with them. And you can ask them about their goals. So this actually is going on in my family right now where we are planning all together a trip to go to Minnesota in 2023. It's called Minnesota Christmas 2023. (laughs) My kids, my oldest kids have seen snow, but not that they remember. So we are all committed to going to Minnesota in 2023. And so everyone kind of has their role. My 12-year-old in particular is (laughs) scrutinizing any purchase or financial decision I make like on a daily basis. He's asking me, okay, where are we making room in the budget for our Minnesota trip 2023? Like he is on point. But it really keeps the excitement going. Well, and maybe they start a change jar or maybe they're telling other people about it or maybe they're saving up to buy a camera to go on this trip and it's helping them to go after little goals as well. There's so much power there. Something else we can do is ask for support. Sometimes we just expect people to support us in our goals, but we really need to sometimes ask for that and ask people and tell them where we need that support or how we need that support. Wait, they're not mind readers? (laughs) They are not mind readers. (laughs) You kind of need to ask for support in the way you need it. And I think you did that in a beautiful way when you started to lose some of your weight. Yes. Holy cow. Okay, pizza is my, what does Superman have? It's my kryptonite. Kryptonite, yes. Pizza is my kryptonite, you guys. (laughs) I I lose control, I black out, and the next thing I know, there's no pizza left. I don't even know how to explain it. But what I had to do, especially when I was in the messy middle, I had to tell my people, I know that you love me, and I know that you're trying to share these things with me, but right now, that's not going to help me reach my goals. So, could you not offer me ice cream or could you not offer me every pizza crust even though I really want it because it's hard for me to say no and I need your help. And they did. And that's a wonderful way that they've supported me. Maybe this also means asking for wisdom. Maybe it's how to pivot when you're really stuck in the middle of something and you don't really know where to go from here or how to keep achieving something or what the next step needs to be. Or you can ask them, do you have any good ideas? Because I'm all out, frankly. 
<laughs> yeah, if you're knee deep in a goal that sucks, you know, maybe you need somebody to shed a little light or a little wisdom, even if that might be hard to receive. You need somebody to shed a little wisdom on where you're at. And I know that you have recently asked for some support, and I know that's really hard for you to do. It is. I tend to be an independent person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will say, I took the opportunity to invite a friend, a very dear friend, into kind of my messy middle and share some of the things I was going after and I was trying to make time for and she very graciously offered to help by teaching science to my children for me so that one day a week I take them to her house she teaches them science so not only does she take one thing off my plate as far as my homeschooling plate but she also takes my kids for me and lets them play outside and she's she's a phenomenal mom she really is she's like super mom she's got them playing in like mud things and she's got them outside the whole time so my kids are super well loved there it's a wonderful thing because normally I would say no and I would feel like I needed to return that or I would feel the guilt but because this person is so dear in my life and I've opened up to support before and we have such a mutual relationship, it's been really beautiful to be able to invite her into my messy middle and then really accept the help that she had to offer. Which is a lot of help. Yeah, it's so much help, you guys. Okay, so I really, really, really love this next way to invite your people into your goals because it's my favorite because it's our favorite because we've been trying to do it with moms over and over again and that is celebrate with your people yes oh my gosh this is so powerful i don't think nearly in fact i don't think hardly any of us celebrate our wins no we've learned that just by talking to different moms and by kind of going on this journey this journey of like collecting wins and encouraging moms to see their wins and I think the other part of it is a lot of times we don't bring our family along on our wins with us so celebrate the tiny wins the big wins the medium wins gosh just celebrate the whole way honestly and when we start celebrating our wins we also teach our children really valuable lessons as well that when we're going after things it's not just the end goal progress that we get to celebrate and also If your goal is related to your kids, or if your goal is related to something with your kids, and your kids are part of your win in some way, tell them. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, tell them. I, the other week, I can't even remember what it was, but I was able to tell my 17-year-old that he was my win for the day. Like, something with him was my win for the day. And you know what? Our teenagers don't hear enough, I don't think, how wonderful they are. And that's huge. It's so huge. So what a good example of celebrating even those little things, especially when they're related to your kids, with your kids and your husband. Gosh, yes. And we have the opportunity to celebrate with them in so many different ways. You can go out for celebratory ice cream. You can finally go on that trip that you guys have been saving for this whole time. You can celebrate just by counting money that you've been saving up in that change jar or something. Or maybe doing a little like high five action, you know? Maybe that means having a special dinner at home. Or even just filling in a little thermometer showing how much you've saved or how much work you've done. It could be something as small as when you save at the grocery store, use half of that money for something fun at the end of the month. I love that idea. Okay, so all this stuff is wonderful. All these ideas on inviting people into our goals. But I know that our skeptics out there, who we love, by the way, are having some questions. Yes, because I'm you. I'm I'm a skeptic. Don't worry. (laughs) So... Let's start with some of the biggest questions that we've gotten or that we can think of. And that first one is, 
What if you invite your people in and they just don't support you? Or they love you out of your goals, which comes from such a good place, but can really be defeating. So defeating, especially when you know that it really truly is coming from a place of love, right? Yeah. So I think it's important to know your audience, right? Know your audience that you're bringing these goals to. Maybe that person who lovingly tries to convince you out of every goal you've ever gone for or give you all the reasons why it won't work out because they want to save you from disappointment, maybe they're not the audience you want to invite into this goal. At least not yet. Maybe you need to get a little footing before you invite them in. Maybe get some progress under your belt and then you can be like, hey, check this out. This is what I've been working toward and this is what I've got done, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that we know when people are being truly discouraging. I think sometimes for some people, it's hard for them to see you go after things you want because it makes them feel like less. And when we see hurting people, I always tell my kids, hurting people hurt people. And I really think that it's never intentional that when we are hurting, we exude that hurt and it falls on the people around us. Sometimes we slap the people around us with it. But what I'm saying is that If you're coming up against true discouragement or somebody who's really putting you down for the things you're sharing, they're not somebody to keep inviting into your goals. Yeah, and that really brings us our next suggestion, which is build healthy boundaries. Yes, and I think this starts by knowing your audience, you know, knowing who you can tell. But then also, maybe you still want to share your big goals and dreams, like Tiffany said, with this person who tries to love you out of it. But build healthy boundaries for yourself where you can receive that information or that love in the way that they're giving it without allowing it to change your goals or affect your zeal for them. Yes, because that like that can be one way that you can just get knocked back. Yes, most definitely. (laughs) Right on your backside. And our (laughs) final, you know, depending on who this is that is trying to talk you out of your goals or who is being discouraging, right? Depending on who that is. If it's Susie that you met at the grocery store last week and you were trying to like start a new mom relationship with her because that's a thing, you guys. We all need friends. We're all trying. (laughs) Like, hey, I have kids. You have kids. Do you want to be my friend? Because that's a thing. Maybe Susie from the grocery store who is super discouraging Maybe she doesn't really deserve a whole lot of time in your calendar and you need to find new people. Yeah, it sounds a little bit harsh, but enthusiasm begets enthusiasm and despair begets despair. So it's important for us to be intentional about who we surround ourselves with and who we invite into these goals. Okay, so then next. So the next question we've got is what if you invite your people in and they just don't care at all? Ooh, that's a really good one. And... Because I think that one's a little sneakier Mm -hmm. than just being outright like you're going to fail or I love you, but, but just really not caring at all. That can be a tough one. It can. And I think also it shows up where they're like, well, I mean, yeah, sure. You go for it. Like, just don't ask me for help. You know, like don't drag me down in whatever cockamamie scheme you've got going on. Okay. So it's sneaky. That's hard to hear. But maybe it's not such a bad thing, right? Well, because... They're not discouraging you or saying no directly. And so they're not necessarily discounting or undermining the goals you're going for. But you are finding a lack of support there that you really do want. 
So maybe this is an opportunity for you to prove that you're serious about what it is that you're trying out. Maybe you've had starts and stops and maybe this is your time to shine. Also, I think encouraging them in their goals is another way to invite people along with you. And if you have these people who don't really care, showing interest in theirs, just like enthusiasm begets enthusiasm, you know, getting someone else excited in their own goals can cause them to start to reciprocate and mirror that same reaction. Well, and you bring up a really good point, Brittany, because every time we're interacting with people, we're training people on how we want to be interacted with, right? Yes, definitely. So it's really interesting because when when I text someone, generally they're not going to call me back. When I text someone, they're going to text me back, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So... It's the same thing here. If you aren't receiving support, if you aren't receiving good feedback like you want, maybe you need to start by giving some good feedback. And by giving support, definitely. Yeah. 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 And one of the things we can also do is plant seeds. Because sometimes when there are different personalities in a relationship, one of you might be a super go-getter and one of you might be a little more reluctant. One of you might want everything planned out and the other person might want nothing planned out and no deadlines. When you come up against this, it's really good to just start planting seeds and not to push everything you want and the agendas and the time limits and go with their pacing. I think that's good, and I think that actually happens more often than not. I don't think it's very often that you see two, like, super high-powered go-getters in the same relationship. So if you're feeling like your people just don't really care, maybe they don't know that you want them to care. Maybe you need to ask them. Again, our people can't be expected to be mind readers, and there are ways to invite support. Yes, definitely. There's ways to ask for support. Yeah, like, hey, doofus, I need your help on this. Why didn't you figure that out? That's probably not the best way to ask for support. But, you know, like, this is really important to me. This is something I'm really trying to do because I think it will be good for me and for our family as a whole. Would you be able to help me with that, at least in a very small way? That's a great invitation, right? Yeah, definitely. And invite them to come up with ideas of how they can best support you. And if they can't, then you come up with some ideas of how you might best feel supported. But also try to start with very reasonable requests. Don't go from they just don't really care at all to, well, I'd really like to help you help me build this entire chicken coop in the backyard and start a homesteading farm, right? This week. (laughs) This week. Yes. Okay, so let's say you've tried all these things, you've invited your people in for help, you've asked for support, and they still aren't giving it, right? Then it might be time to look for some groups or some people online in different communities that are going after similar goals as you. Yeah, definitely. People who are going to feed you crazy, right? That's right. Yes, (laughs) I love that term. Yes. Okay, so now, what if you're worried you're just going to fail again and you don't want to always be the flaky one? Mm, this is tough. I think especially because so much gets in the way of what we're going after. And it's hard to break down these goals we want into sizes that are manageable in motherhood, right? That are mom sizes. That are mom sized. So what this means is that these things we go after, oftentimes we end up not being able to achieve, not because we're failures, not because we're quitters, but because 
we didn't break them down into pieces or bites that fit with our capacity and that fit in the season we're in because we were never taught how to do that. No. And if you need a little help on this, quite honestly, you can go back to episode 71 because we did a whole episode on this thing right here. Yes, absolutely. But just for those people who maybe don't have an hour to listen to our 10-minute podcast <laughs> that we recorded, because guys, we really shoot for 10 minutes, but it never happens. Every time. Every, Every time. time. <laughs> but what what are some things that you could do if that is your question and if that's your challenge? So we want to break it down into just a stupid, simple step. We talked about it in episode 71, like Tiffany said, and that's maybe taking your goal of going running every single day and literally breaking it down to the point where your brain says, why are you even bothering? But there's really power in these small, small steps that we're doing, and they lead actually a lot quicker than we realize to achieving the goals because the real truth here is that when we break it down to stupid simple level we're renewing the trust we have with ourselves somewhere along the way a lot of times we've broken that trust and that's what makes it hard to come through for ourselves and to be the person that we are to everyone else that we don't let down so what this looks like is probably just instead of setting up to go running every single day we break it down and break it down and break it down until all you do is you wake up in the morning and you tap your running shoes with your foot. Or maybe instead of being like, I'm going to be a present mom every moment with my children and savor everything. I'm going to be a mom who plays with my kids. Maybe you do 30 seconds being present with your kid. That's where you start. You set a timer on your watch. Don't tell them what it's for. (laughs) It might sound crazy. In fact, it does sound crazy. It does sound crazy to break something down so simple, but you will be shocked at how quickly 30 seconds turns into one minute and one minute turns into five minutes and it continues to escalate from there. But it escalates because you're doing something deeper than just spending 30 seconds with your kids. Mm -hmm. You're seeing the benefits of keeping a promise to yourself and you are staying consistent. And there is so much power in that in actually achieving the things we want to. Because once you start proving that you can do that in small ways, then you can do that bigger and bigger and bigger. It's no different than what we do with our kids. That's right. That's right. Always start small. So let's say you want to start a new habit of reading the Bible. You know what? You wake up in the morning, touch that Bible. Maybe savings is part of your goal or you want to do better with your finances. And listen, things are just tough right now. So you break this down to the stupid simple level of just putting a dollar every week into your savings or maybe just adding one dollar to every single mortgage payment. So no matter what, you're always paying extra, even if it's just by a dollar. And you know what? Let's make that even simpler. What if you set it up automatically so you don't even have to do it? Like you don't even, you just decide once and then it does it for you. Yes, crazy simple, okay? And crazy small. That is where we find the most progress. Okay, so what if your goals require you to sacrifice time with your people? Mm, I think this is where discernment comes in. Really, this is where we prayerfully discern what the goals are that we're going after. And we take an honest look at this goal and whether or not it really and truly, you probably already guessed it, but whether or not it truly fits within your capacity and this season of your motherhood. 
I want to tell you that you can do anything you want to do. You can be anyone that you want to be, but I'm going to tell you, you can't do that all at the same time. And I'm like, I'm the inspiration one, you guys. I I love encouraging people and I want to encourage you, but there is a time for going after these big, huge things. And there's a time for taking care of business too. And I will say, sometimes it's okay for us to let our kids see us working on something. It's okay for us to say, not right this moment, and to still use margins in our motherhood for achieving things that will help change our lives and their lives and the lives of our community, you know, that will impact so many people. We don't just have to say no because the season is busy. There are small ways and things we can do to fit this in. And maybe that means that at nap time, instead of sitting and reading with your toddler, or spending an hour playing blocks with them, you spend 10 or 15 minutes with them and you use the other 45 minutes to do something else. Yeah, and that's what it is. Empires are built 10 and 15 minutes at a time, you guys. It doesn't have to be these big chunks. So what if your kids get disappointed when the goal you set together doesn't pan out? Oh my goodness. Okay, so we had a goal of going to Baton Rouge for my birthday last year. And I have to tell you, we did not make it. It wasn't because of finances. It wasn't become, it really, honestly, it was my 18 year old's fault. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say. He lives a life bigger than I could have ever imagined, which is a wonderful thing, but it makes it very difficult to schedule things like mm, vacations, especially around Christmas. And my 12 year old, the one, the same one who's constantly making sure we're on track for Christmas 2023, probably will never let me forget that we did not go to Baton Rouge (laughs) for my birthday, by the way. It was my birthday. You don't think I was disappointed? Like, come on. But but it was really good. And Brittany, why was that really good? That we were both disappointed together? Okay, I have to say that disappointment is a part of life. And this is not a very Tiffany thing to say, but it's a very Brittany thing to say. Disappointment, it is. It's a part of life. And while disappointment is hard, and while it's really hard when you set a goal and you don't reach for it, it's so important for our kids to experience these things and for us to be there to help them process it and go through it and come out the other side of it. Because when we have children, when our children are in our care, we are in a very unique place to help them, to influence them, to encourage them. And honestly, all of the experiences that are going to feel much bigger when they're adults oftentimes happen under our roof. And we have the ability to help them through that, to help them emotionally, to help them physically, to help them spiritually. That's what our job is. It's to prepare them in these little moments and these little struggles that they're having so that when they leave our house, they are well prepared to weather the storms that are going to rage against them. We have our kids in a greenhouse, right? Yeah. We are here to help them through all of the struggles. And disappointment, it's a struggle in life. So this is While disappointing, yes. And while it makes sometimes your goals a little bit harder to invite them in, you're like, well, I just don't want them to know because I don't want to have to deal with them being disappointed. I hear you. I definitely hear you. But don't just view disappointment as a bad thing because your kids are going to go after goals when they're adults or when they're teenagers and things are going to happen. Money is going to be not enough or time is going to be not enough or they're going to have to shift their priorities and pivot. And when they do, If they've already experienced those things, they're not going to be completely defeated. They're not going to completely give up. They're going to have tools in their toolbox Mm -hmm. to deal with these things. And that mama, 
gosh, isn't that why we're here? It is. It is. I had two kids who tried out for a soccer team this year, you guys, and neither of them made it. And they were disappointed. Like, they were very disappointed. But I got to tell them, you get to decide how you use this disappointment. And that is such a gift. It's a gift for us. Mm -hmm. It's a gift for them. So maybe we just need to remind ourselves and our people, like, we get to decide what we do with this disappointment. Yeah. And we get to be a rock for our kids. You know, we're Mm -hmm. setting up for later on their disappointments in their life that we're still that rock for them and that they can always be safe where we are. Amen. Okay, that's all the Q&A we have. But we've been talking all about these goals and inviting people in. So we have some mamas who sent in some beautiful wins and we want to share them with you because you're our people too. And these are going to inspire you. My mom win for today was not giving in and cleaning up my twins' bedroom. Even if it took them five days for them to clean it up. So if you're like me, walking into a messy room just kind of sends me over the top and I get very overwhelmed and flustered, but I've been trying to take a step back and just allowing my kids to actually pick up after themselves. So that way, cleaning up isn't just a burden on me anymore. So, you know, each time I walked into the room, I would just look around and just say, okay, this is not for you, Veronica. Take a step out. <laughs> and uh, I would shut the door. And uh, that day came when, uh, you know, we were, I was cooking. And I'm like, hey, girls, you know, could y'all go clean up y'all's room? And they're like, okay, which was a surprise. But, you know, hey, uh, they went in there and they cleaned it up. And it was so nice to hear them, you know, working together and, you know, figuring out who was going to do what and you know those are the things that I would be missing if I end up getting mad and cleaning it up myself you know I'm not allowing them to you know work together and after they were done it was nice to see how happy they were that they got to contribute to the family and got to contribute to the house and that was something else I've been missing out on so um yes Big win for me, even though it took them a while to do it. So I will continue to keep this up and not give in to to a messy room. Oh my gosh, Veronica, I love this so much. I'm a huge proponent of letting your kids learn adulty lessons by helping out and doing things around the house. But I also have a really hard time with it because I like things just so. (laughs) So I could definitely relate to you. And that is a huge mom win, especially seeing your little ones so proud of themselves. Gosh, that's awesome. And just really recognizing what came of it, right? I think the win is even better when you realize all of the gifts that they got because of it. Way to go. My win for the day is that because I was able to work from home, I was able to clean all the sheets and bedding and clean all the towels. Now granted, those towels are still in a basket, not folded, and the sheets are just in piles on the beds, but they are clean, so that is a win. Uh, sweet mama, that is a win. That is a really big win because washing sheets, I don't know why it's so hard, but it is so hard. And the fact that they're back on the beds, uh, that's huge. (laughs) Yes, I am high-fiving you. That is amazing. Hi, I'm Stephanie, an everyday woman, wife, and mama out here dreaming big dreams. I have big goals of building a lasting legacy for my family. I've grown in my corporate career for 17 years 
been a landlord and investment property owner for 10 years and just in the past two years began social selling, sharing my passion for clean labeled products. A big win of ours has been increasing our property portfolio by 300% in the last three years, going from one rental property to three, all while building our dream home. We found strategic ways to make our money work harder for us and making sacrifices, but in the end, we are so proud of how far we've come. We created a future with more freedom, immediate financial benefits with more gains as we get older, ultimately creating an inheritance and generational wealth for our family. And thank you so much for letting me share this win with you. Have a great day. God bless. Oh my goodness, Stephanie, you are an incredible warrior. I know none of that came without big sacrifices and lots of hard work and planning. That is an incredible, incredible win you shared with us. Thank you so much for sharing that. Huge, so huge. Like just the fact that you're showing us what diligence and what keeping on with a goal can do. Way to go. That was amazing. To all of our mamas who shared, thank you so much. And if you want to share a win with us, please DM us on Instagram. We would love to share your wins on the podcast. But now let's do a quick recap. When we share our goals, it affects us, our goals, and our people. Sharing our goal with our people inspires, encourages, grounds, and gives us some accountability. When we share our goals with our people, they can be inspired, taught, and encouraged. It also builds community and deepens relationships. We can begin by getting the deliberate start and bringing our people in and asking them good questions too. Invite them into the decision-making process. Share our goals with them. Ask for support. And celebrate with them. Hey, we want to get the deliberate start into your hands. Because we know that when moms are supported, encouraged, and inspired, they're not living in survival mode. This is why we would love for you to join our beta group and test this amazing resource made specifically for moms. And also because we really need your thoughtful and valuable feedback. We're offering a coupon code to drop the price from $69 to just $9 for the full Deliberate Start Guide. As well as a month of weekly meetups because we want to support you on your journey. And that coupon code is in the show notes, but it's beta23. That's B-E-T-A-2-3. Beta 23. You are doing beautiful work, Mama. <laughs>